Hello, listeners. Welcome to this week's episode of The Green Mile. I'm John Campbell. Mike Gurgani's with me. Hello. And uh, before you listen to this episode, we just want to remind you that while you can follow along each week on this show, we do offer you the opportunity over on our Patreon, patreon.com slash panel on panels, to binge the first two seasons of this show right now. That's right. For just $1, you can gain access to a plethora of episodes beyond just the one you're listening to this week, last week, or what you might be listening to for free next week. That is just $1 a month. We'll give you access to dozens of episodes. So without further ado, it's time to Hulk out. Dr. David Banner, physician, scientist, searching for a way to tap into the hidden strengths that all humans have. Then an accidental overdose of gamma radiation alters his body chemistry. And now when David Banner grows angry or outraged, a startling metamorphosis occurs. Creature is driven by rage and pursued by an investigative reporter. Mr. McGee, don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. The creature is wanted for a murder he didn't commit. David Banner is believed to be dead. And he must let the world think that he is dead until he can find a way to control the raging spirit that dwells within him. Welcome back to The Green Mile, the show where we chart Dr. David Bruce Banner's journey to cure the Hulk inside episode by episode. I'm John Campbell. With me, as always, my travel companion, Mike Gergoni. Hello. All right. Well, here we are. We're in, uh, as you said uh, just before we were recording. Only episode four of season two, but it feels so much it, longer. It, it feels like a long, well, that first episode really took a lot out of us. Yeah, and uh, then it came back with a vengeance in this episode. Oh, did it ever? <laughs> we'll uh, get there. We will get there. So we are, uh, uh, like I said, uh, episode four, season two. This episode is called Rainbows and written by Karen Harris and Jill Donner. Written by two women. Hmm. Uh, and directed by Kenneth Gilbert. It originally aired October 13th, 1978. And here is our synopsis from the Incredible Hulk wiki. I am so curious about what this says. While investigating the possibility of using a native Indian's medicine as a means for controlling his transformations into the creature, David becomes mixed up in a plot to kill a championship racehorse. All of that is technically true. Yes. My one kind of, I don't know, not concern, but definitely uh, problem with the descriptions we had both in this wiki and in the IMDb synopsis we heard last time. Yeah. Was the focus on, like, Native American medicine. Yeah. When, like, that is so incidental to this episode. Well, because he's real. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it, it really doesn't have it. It's, it's, it's merely, it should merely be the reason he's there. But it also takes up a weird amount of time in this episode for how little it actually matters. Right. Um, because that's not real. Like, one of the interesting things is we talk about jumping into the episode. We start way earlier than a normal Hulk episode. We start yeah. with, which we were flummoxed by, Banner in a bar ordering a beer, which we both kind of agreed. Bad idea for maybe this guy to be consuming alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I immediately raised an eyebrow at that one just being like banner like we already know that chemical imbalance is what's causing these problems yeah, yeah. maybe don't like th- throw the cart in front of the horse on this one so right to speak. yeah 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 i i uh, i think i think we can be in agreement that's not a great idea on that no. uh but anyway he's sitting there in the bar and he sees a uh a tv news report about uh is it the kentucky derby no, it's just some random horse. It's something, but it's it's, it's about Rainbow's End. Yeah, because it's a, it's the report saying that there was this really spectacular horse that's shaping up to look like it could be a champion yeah. of the Kentucky Derby, right? And that there were some problems with this horse before because it was all angry and kept throwing off jockeys, right? But it was also really really fast, yeah. But this uh, second in command horse trainer guy. Yeah had concocted this herbal formula yeah. to calm the horse down, and it right. seems to be working wonders. Right. And that makes Banner go, something to cure rage problems, eh? Yeah. Which, this one is a little bit of a leap, I feel like. It's yeah. an herbal remedy for horses. So, and then we get a scene <laughs> yeah. 
in which Banner's on the bus talking to some weird <laughs> racist bus Because we, we just hard cut to He's on his way out there. Yes. Where and where is there? Uh, I may have an answer for us. <laughs> Somewhere in the Southwest, I assumed. But honestly, I have no idea. It doesn't say on the wiki this time. Because I think the it was called like the, the San Reno horse track or something. <laughs> San Reno. Yeah, it was something like that. Um, so it was just vaguely southwestern. Yeah, somewhere out there. Yeah. Uh, and everyone was dressed in like jeans and a yeah. checkered long sleeve shirt. So mm-hmm. it was all vaguely southwestern. Right, exactly. Uh, like this show, they don't really put a lot of time into these things. There's that one, there, there are episodes where we don't even know where they take place or they make up places in Oregon. Right. So, um, but uh, yeah, he's he's on a bus and we're just reiterating what's going on. Uh, with this why Banner's going there, because he's reading a newspaper article written by our old buddy Jack McGee. That shows a picture of a guy on the front that clearly looks like a pretty racist stereotype of... Well, it's a guy all all in feathers, yeah. you know, big big headpiece. And, and I believe like the, the, the title says, like... Uh, Indian... Uh, Mystic or something like that. Yeah, cures racehorse. Right, something to that extent. Indian. It's not witch doctor, but it's something in that uh, shaman or something like that. I don't know. Something that's like pretty, just like oh, really? Yeah. Which actually, what the information we'll get later in the episode backs this as I think actually a good prop. <laughs> yes, it, it shows us that because we see that this article is written by Jack McGee, mm-hmm. and it reinforces our just like ugh, Jack McGee, and mm-hmm. but it does a good job in that. Later, we find out that, yeah, Jack McGee was legitimately being a douchebag writing this. Oh, yeah. Not that this was just a product of its time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, and, but anyway, talk about a product of its time. Uh, this guy who's standing or who's sitting on the bus next, a very dark bus, by the way. So poorly lit, this whole sequence. You've got John Myers as man on bus. Okay. Yeah, good for him. <laughs> uh, because Banner is reading this article, and the only thing really that we get new here is Banner has figured out what kind of thing Thomas Logan has been concocted. Thomas Logan is the Native American guy who's concocted yeah. this herbal remedy for Benzodiazepine, is that what he's... He's essentially somehow recreated horse tranquilizer yeah. herbally yeah. as opposed to chemically. So that Banner figures that out makes it even stranger to me that he would want this because if the answer is just it's an herbal version of a horse tranquilizer, why would that cure the Hulk? Better question. Yeah. If Banner thinks it even could cure the Hulk yeah. and he's figured out what it is, yeah. why not just try to do it himself? Just, yeah. He's a chemist. He's yeah. a scientist. He's yeah. got all the science degrees. Yeah. He could try to figure this out somewhere. He's got like 18 science degrees. As yeah. Uh, and, and he's going to use that animal husbandry one in this one. He will. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, that's true. But so anyway, this guy... This guy in the bus who, who's a betting man who's heading down to this racetrack to bet on the horse. Uh, Presumably. Because you know, he keeps talking no about it. He's like, oh, I'm going to put my money on this. I don't believe in no you know, Native American uh, wishy-washy magic such. Yeah. Uh, it's basically the gist of this scene. And, and Banner... But put way less tactfully. Yeah, but Banner <laughs> uh, being like, okay, okay, all right. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. When the guy starts spouting things like fire water out of the old still, oh, he is did when say that. Banner yeah. just goes, "All right, look, mm-hmm. I don't need to talk to you anymore." Yeah, it was. Uh, it's it's not a great scene, and it's long too. Because <laughs> then we cut to the racetrack, mm-hmm. and now we have the opening credits of the show. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah this Usually is where we, get, we get that in the first couple of seconds. Yeah, no, no, we get we get it here. We get our guest stars and the title of the episode. Uh, and, and, and and such. Um, and it, this is Banner just wandering onto this racetrack. Yeah. We get a slow meander onto this racetrack. We get a nice couple of wide shots of stock footage of a horse racetrack. Yeah. Uh, and this is where we're introduced to all of our supporting characters for this episode, because he immediately meets... Do we get everybody in this scene? I think we do. Yeah, we do, because he wow. immediately meets Thomas Logan. Right. Um, who in no way asks who Banner is or what he's doing, just starts answering his questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody ever questions this guy. He's too charming. Yeah. It's just like Bixby's just such an unassuming, likable fellow that they're just like, mm-hmm. But I, wa- I want to stick on those first two scenes really quick. Okay. I really, and you brought this up while we were watching it, but I really do feel like there was just not a lot going on in this episode. No. And they filmed both of those after the fact. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, no, it, it, after they had already edited the episode down, yeah. and that's why the credits are where they are. Yeah, and they're like, guys, this is like 10 minutes short. <laughs> well, actually, well, the, there's something later in the episode that definitely feels like we're trying to kill some time. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, that that is... this. I feel like they had about 25 minutes of show here, mm-hmm. and they needed a, another, what, 20? <laughs> so, yes, we can praise this episode by being written by two women, yes. but maybe do a better job next time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's it's a yeah this it's not really much of an episode. No, <laughs> I was actually yeah it's it is a thing where this like we're doing when you start to break it down you're like oh there's really not a whole lot in here is there? Um, it does nothing for Banner. No. Um, so he he's so he's he's at the racetrack he's asking Logan questions and then the jockey who's riding Rainbow's End gets tossed off of the horse. Yeah. Uh, down goes uh what what's the jockey's name? I don't know. He's in two scenes. <laughs> Honestly, I kept asking who he was. Uh, Andy. Sure. Larry Volk plays Andy. That's a pretty good name. Yeah. Uh, and, and he goes down, and then uh, immediately rushing onto the track, we meet our other characters. Uh, Kim, uh, apparently the her father's name is Jimmy Kelly, but they only ever call him Kelly in the episode. Yeah. I don't remember them ever saying Jimmy. So you got Kim, you got Kelly, who's her father, and then you have Lawrence Henry Carroll III. Who is primarily called Carol throughout the episode. Yes, yes. So we have Kim, Kelly, and Carol. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this this show's a this, mess. This show has long had trouble with names, let's be honest, though, really. So I kept losing track of who all these people were yeah. really frequently. Yeah. Yeah, there was a point where somebody said something about Kelly, and you go, oh, yeah, the girl. And then you're like, no, wait, that's the rich guy. I'm like, no, no, that's Carol. <laughs> You've confused everybody for everybody at one point because yes. it's pretty easy to do. <laughs> uh, they, none of them have any distinguishing characteristics other than the rich guy, the not-so-rich guy, and the girl. Mm-hmm. So we have uh, Gene Evans as Kelly, uh, Michelle Nichols as Kim, and then Craig Stevens is Carol. Mm. Uh, and then, of course, uh, uh, Ned Romero plays Thomas Logan. And I should mention Ned Romero... Uh, has been on three separate versions of Star Trek. Really? Yeah, the original, Next Generation, and Voyager. He appears on all three of those as wow. different characters. Oh, as different characters. As different characters, yeah. He was a Klingon in the original series. Uh, he <laughs> There's a eh, maybe not great episode of uh, Next Generation <laughs> where they find uh, space uh, Indians, basically. Oh, boy. Uh, and then he played Chakotay's grandfather on uh, Star Trek Voyager. Oh. So probably, cool. yeah, yeah. Uh, amongst many, many other sure, 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 roles sure. throughout TV and movies. Yeah, but, yeah. But yeah, pretty good. Three Star Treks. Nice. He missed that D Space Nine. Yeah, well, <laughs> look, he was going for the triple, not the yeah. turkey. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yes, anyway, uh, Ned Romero uh, as, as Thomas Logan, who uh, I thought was written fine. Like, he's, he's kind of a bland character is maybe the problem, more so than them leaning into a stereotypical Indian character. I was actually super happy with their portrayal yeah. of him. Yeah. Because I was expecting a cringe fest out of this episode. Mm. Based on the description of it and the beginnings of this episode, yeah, yeah. I was definitely girding myself yeah. to be like, oh, no, we're going to lead into, like, wise man say territory. Not at all. In no. fact, like I said, the, maybe the actual problem is he kind of lacks personality. I don't really... He, I mean, no one has personality. No, it's, in not, this it's not just him, but I'm sorry about, like, the... He he's he, he and everyone else here is pretty bland. And there's just not a whole lot going on in this episode. I would say that's true. Character wise, barring one or two standout episodes mm-hmm. where we have like one excessively written character. Yeah. Most of the time, unless the actors are really leaning into yeah. whatever they're given. Yeah. They're most, not spending a lot of time on these supporting characters. I couldn't tell you the name of any of the supporting characters from two episodes ago. No, no, no. <laughs> No, I, I, I and I'm get. sure I won't remember any of these people two episodes from now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When we look back, will we remember uh, Carol Kelly or Kim? Absolutely like, not. Like by the time we're in season three, I might remember Logan simply due to the fact that they didn't like go down the sloppy, disgusting route of making him a stereotype. Correct. Yeah, they they actually. Uh, you know what? Shockingly, they've done all right because we had the mentally challenged guy in the last episode mm. who was actually handled fairly well. Right. Um, and uh, so th- they don't they don't necessarily aside from Bixby's impressions of people, Ooh, um, they don't lean as much into stereotype as one might think. Mm. At least so far, they haven't. Yeah. 
Uh, anyway, um, yeah, so he's he's at the track here. The jockey's thrown off the horse. Uh, we see uh, Kim, Kim rushes forward to try to get the horse. Yeah, where uh, and Carol and Kelly yeah. rush to the jockey's side. Yes, and then Banner leaps over the gate onto the track to try to also wrangle yeah. the horse and is able to and is able to because he has a doctorate in animal husbandry. Yeah, as we learned at his time in the zoo, we don't really see it. Like we cut away to them checking on the jockey, and when we cut back, Banner's just calmed the horse. Yeah, it's suddenly just like he said. There's three secret words that all horse folk know yeah. that can calm a horse. Yeah. And Banner knows these secret words. Oh, he sure does. He, he <laughs> learned them from Robert Redford, the horse whisperer. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, uh, and so uh, uh, Carol is uh, very taken with this and, 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 and very grateful towards Banner for calming the horse. Uh, and he says, whatever you want, you know, son, I can take care of. He's like, well, I sure could use a job. You got it. Mm-hmm. And Banner has a job. Yeah. <laughs> Just like that. To be sure. fair, he's given a job like shoveling poop and uh, putting together hay bales. <laughs> he is always, I was just talking to somebody about this. He's always some form of janitor, it feels like. A lot A lot of his jobs, at least, are some kind of janitorial, janitorial nature. Yeah. Because I feel like those are the ones where people aren't going to ask too many questions. Yeah. He's not showing off any of his expertise, yeah. so he's keeping everything on the down low. <laughs> Except he's a janitor who's always dispensing correct medical advice. And the one time that happened, he ended up being the medic of a boxing ring. <laughs> Slash janitor. Slash janitor. <laughs> I do love that. They're like, oh, yeah, you can be our medic, but you're also going to have to sweep up. <laughs> uh, yes. Um, so, uh, uh, yeah, here. So, cut to he's got the job. Yeah, and we, we cut to the fact that um, he got the job because everyone was sort of working under the assumption that he was a friend of Logan's. Yeah. And when Logan cottons to that, he goes like, oh, I don't know about that. Yeah. Uh, because Banner's asking a lot of really pointed questions about his herbal remedies. Yeah, he is. But but he he uh, Banner gains his trust when he examines the uh, saddle of mm. the horse. And, uh, and he's like, oh, you've been uh, rubbing this uh, leather... It's like a, it's like an oil treatment yeah, for the yeah, uh, for, for the, the leather yeah on there and they're like yeah sure it's made of this this and this he's like it's some kind of acid I don't know whatever yeah kind of Banner is. gives it a good whiff and he's yeah. like oh it's some kind of hydrothoric acid or yeah, something yeah, yeah and they're like what no that's impossible it's not and it's like no it becomes that when it due to the friction of due to friction and the heat of the horse's body yeah. this oil that is applied to the saddle becomes an acid yeah. so the horse wasn't necessarily going buck wild because it's a really nasty horse right. it's going buck wild because it's being burned well because th- this proves that Logan's treatments are, are potentially working because yeah. it wasn't that you know he wasn't just naturally being wild he was in right. pain um and uh, I do like Banner, I believe, at one point says it is the unmistakable scent of whatever kind of acid it is. Um, I don't know. Fucking just science like, genius. Yeah. <laughs> All time. Yeah. Like, we definitely have chemical engineer uh, oh, sure, under yeah. the list of yeah, his yeah, doctorate. Yeah. But I've, like, is there a sub-branch of that that is the odors of certain chemicals? Like, Does, he spent time and energy sniffing different samples <laughs> so that he could get a good solid track on scenting all the different yeah. chemicals when he was getting his general science doctorate uh yeah he was uh, uh spent a lot of time in labs just sniffing chemicals <laughs> i mean until i would assume unmistakable scent of this acid yeah, this specific acid that only becomes acid when friction and horse heat is applied why banner would know that anywhere <laughs> Uh, yeah, anyway, he's an interesting... But yeah, so Banner brings that up to Logan. Logan's like, oh no, well, clearly that means my treatment is working and uh, we don't. We need to tell uh, Mr. Carroll about yeah. this right away because someone is aciding our horse. And then enter uh, Harumphing Kelly. You're not telling Carroll nothing. Kelly is easily the most stereotypical character in this episode. Mm-hmm. He is Boss Hog. He Once again, is... Gene, Gene Evans here playing Kelly. Such a harumphy <laughs> redneck. <laughs> he's harumphing for a while, and then he's eerily silent for the remainder of the episode. Oh, for the whole back half of the episode, he doesn't say a word. <laughs> he's locked in murderous rage. <laughs> Just stares straight ahead. Somebody flipped a intent. switch in him because it becomes really clear in this first exchange that like, oh, he clearly acided the horse. Yeah, yeah. You don't need to bother Mr. Carroll with this. And there's a, a needlessly long back and forth between him and Logan about it. And then the like 
suspicion music doesn't kick on until after Kelly leaves and Logan and Banner are left just looking at each other and we linger for a solid 25, 30 seconds. Logan looks suspicious. Banner looks suspicious. Logan looks suspicious. Banner looks suspicious. (laughs) And the music swells in that like, oh, by the way, they're suspicious. Act break. Uh (laughs) (laughs) There you go. That's how it's done. That's how TV's done right there. It was. Yeah. Um, (laughs) You know, back then pretty easy to write these shows um so um so we we uh we cut back we have uh uh, we find that kim uh yet another of our sounds uh Mm -hmm. uh seems to have instantly taken a liking to banner well yeah because she like immediately fell for him Mm -hmm. as he helped calm the horse that she couldn't calm down yeah because she approaches him and says there's a party that night yeah, I'm not sure for what purpose this party is happening. Just to, like celebrate the upcoming race or something. Something like that. There's I a party, know. and he says, "Oh, I'm not much for parties." No banner, you crumb bum. Yeah, not much for parties. Uh, and she said, "Oh, you better be there because I want you to be my first dance or whatever." Oh, she's hitting on him super hard. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's like, "Oh, I don't have anything to wear." <laughs> just a great because he's wearing just some like he's wearing what he always wears: bell bottoms and a long sleeve shirt. Yeah. Uh, and she's like, that's what everybody will be wearing. Cut to the party. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much what everyone is wearing. Yep. Um, somewhere in here, though, before the party, Banner asks if Logan has ever thought about trying the horse treatment on a human. Yeah, that was right before yeah. uh, the whole acid thing. Yeah, that's right. And he's like, uh, what? Yeah. Why? It's a treatment for horses. <laughs> and Banner- he, he basically says what we're all thinking, which is just like, well, this is for horses, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and Banner goes, well, you can try it on me. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a crazy... That would make you go, all right, crazy man. <laughs> he just wants a one more hit off that horse juice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Banner's chasing a high that no other drug can live up to right now. Right. That, that has to be what he's thinking, right? Yeah. Oh, totally. Because he's, he's, he's acting like a junkie. Yeah. Well, you could uh, give me some of that horse tranquilizer. <laughs> huh? 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 Uh, I, I I got I got real bad pain. <laughs> I have a, a a medical condition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doc Doc says I I, I need some more natural horse tranquilizer. <laughs> uh, but so anyway, now we're at the party, um, and uh, there's something off about Andy the uh, uh, jockey. I didn't know what to make of this at first. I mean, eventually we figure out that Andy has a concussion because he got thrown off the horse. Yeah, and. That's a B-plot in this episode. That here, here's another thing where I'm thinking drugs again. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like oh, is this going to be the thing that he's like a booze hound? Or, or I thought he had like maybe gotten it. Like he was the one aciding the horse, and that's why he's all like fumed up because he was sniffing that acid that, that, real hard. Well, that that actually would have been a, a, a better answer than what it is. It's, yes. just, it's a real like, oh, okay, he, got, he had a concussion. Yeah, this whole time. <laughs> it actually didn't have anything to do with anything, really. No. Um, and neither does this scene that happens right here at the party, actually. With, uh, you talking about the scene the, the scene with him and banner you mean uh no when uh kelly shows up here well because kelly shows up kelly and carol uh show up already in argument right because we get a little bit of backstory from kim here as she approaches banner being like oh you should come join the party yeah i'm su- i've got super the hots for you yeah um, uh, and actually we got to circle back to when she invited him to the party because right before that she was showing him this new fancy dancy uh uh horse race clock yeah horse horse clock it's a horse clock, everybody. I, I want to establish something right now, which yeah. I think is going to play into this episode yeah. going forward. Is yeah. that if you hyphenate any other word with horse, it's immediately funny. It's true. It's true. <laughs> so, yes, we're investigating this horse clock. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. It's a horse clock. Yeah, and she describes it, and it, it doesn't really make any sense to me. Using the power of radio waves and yeah. sound manipulation, yeah. it can time horses to a better extent. And we keep cutting back to this horse clock throughout this episode yeah. over and over and over again. Like, we get it. It's timing the horse. <laughs> yeah, there's not It much- has nothing to do with anything. And it, it, there's not much to see. Like it's a horse clock. I mean, like it's like in terms. It's of a it, digital time readout. Yeah, as uh, in terms of it being like a visual thing to keep cutting to, it's not that. It's a literal ticking clock that's click ticking down to nothing. Yeah, because it's ticking up. <laughs> <laughs> well, you brought up actually. You had a you had a guess that there was going to be something with that and a bomb, and that would have made. That would have made more sense. That would have been a good reason to establish this thing. When this clock reaches whatever, it blows. 
Because what we find out... It's, it's, it's speed on a horse. In, in these like two segments of exposition with Kim yeah. is that her dad had a... Her dad, who is Kelly, yes. had originally had the patent on this horse clock. Horse clock. Which never did this guy strike me as a guy <laughs> who could build a radio like oh. specific oh, sound you, wave measuring horse clock. You give Jimmy Kelly too little credit. I do, for the, good reason. The man is a technical genius. <laughs> Apparently. Driven mad. <laughs> And driven to murder. But he sold the patent for that horse clock to, to Lawrence Carol, Carol the Third, right? For money uh, and I, I, reasons. I, I would guess money. Sure, <laughs> it's never stated, <laughs> or even how much money. Yeah, but whatever what, it is, Kelly feels that's unfair. Ultimately, we immediately find out in this party sequence because yeah. as Carol and Kelly are storming in, they're having some kind of argument about stolen money. Yeah, and you done me wrong. Yeah. You stole my money is what he says before he storms out, Kelly. Right. I don't I don't take kindly to people stealing money from me is actually what he says. And I don't understand what money he has stolen. <laughs> because it's not like these horse clocks are in mass production yet. Not yet. So here, it's still a prototype. Here here No money has been made on these horse clocks no. yet. No no so here's what I'm get <laughs> here's what I'm surmising because I believe Kim has a line that says, like, this will make a ton of money once it's perfected. Every racetrack will have yeah. one of these, sure. So I, my guess is that Kelly feels he was low-balled for the patent. But he took it. But, again, but it's as all, of it's right all presumptive now, money. it's all it's presumptive. Hype, yeah, yeah, it's all hypothetical. We have yeah. no idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone else in the country could look at these horse clocks and go, no, we have stopwatches. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. Yeah, and it could be. It could be a, 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 a Carol could end up taking a bath on this, right? And Kelly would have then been laughing to the bank with whatever. It's money not he got. like a guy who sold Apple stocks too soon. It's like a computer; they'll never go anywhere. Yeah. And then years later, is regretting it. Yeah. This is a guy who bought his Apple stocks, sold them, and then was like, "Well, I made a hefty penny there." And we're still in that moment where he still has made his hefty penny. Yeah. But that stock hasn't actually even taken off yet. Right. <laughs> There's nothing to be upset about. Right. But it will literally drive this man to murder. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately. Well, because this conversation happens, and uh, <laughs> he storms out, and then Kim's worried, so Banner's like, well, I'll go make sure he, gets, he goes home all right. Hard cut to <laughs> Kelly spraying kerosene all over the horse barn. No, no, no. Just the hay bales. <laughs> right, just the hay bales. Of Why the, the rest of the barn catches on fire so quickly, I don't know. Because uh, all we see is him dousing the hay the, bales and in gas. In the time it takes, because Banner's what? Maybe a minute or two, possibly no. thirty seconds. Thirty behind seconds, him. forty-five seconds at most behind him. Behind him, and uh, well, that's enough time for for Kelly to get the kerosene, light a match because he definitely didn't have it at the party. <laughs> no, he was walking around <laughs> with a big barrel of kerosene, uh, and uh, uh, light a match and light up these, uh, yeah, um, hay bales that will eventually burn the barn as well. They're inside the horse barn. Yeah. And uh, uh, and, Ban and for Banner to get there just as he's walking away. Right. So it took him a solid 30 seconds yeah. to douse the whole barn in fire. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it, cause he's the Flash. Yeah, it's true. Because not, <laughs> not only does he get there in time for it to walk away, but the fire has already taken over most of the barn. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Like, beams are starting to fall. Yeah. yeah. The fire has <laughs> spread that quickly. Yeah. Uh, and so Banner sees him run away, and then, of course, goes into action to save the horses. There get, are two horses in this barn, yeah. one of which is the main primary angry horse, which Ti is... Our title character. Rainbow's, Rainbow's End. End, yeah. Um, he gets one out easily. Yeah. First horse goes. That's because gone. he accesses his animal husbandry powers and manages to just say, Calm horse! Yeah. And the horse is suddenly calm Is this yet another power we found for Banner? Because we know his super hearing is one of them. Um, uh, no, because I would say the second horse is, it, oh. Rainbow's End is immune to his charms. Correct. Because At he, least this time. Because Rainbow's End is freaking out, you know, because the barn is on fire. Right. Um, Banner's trying to get him out. He can't. He's pulling, pulling, pulling. Rainbow's End is freaking out. Suddenly a beam cracks above him, f lands on Banner, cracks him a good one over the head. And then, white eyes. Uh-oh, hulking La out. I uh, was so hoping at this point, because, like, yeah, now Banner's hulking out inside of a burning yeah, barn, yeah, going to yeah. save the horse. Yeah. I wanted the Hulk to ride this horse so badly. Yep. Like, that's yeah. all I wanted out yeah. of this episode, and yeah. it was denied me. Yeah. And barring that, at least he picks up the horse. That would be another good one, too. I don't... 
That would have been a tougher effect. The yeah, I don't know how this show would have pulled that like, off. I'm just saying, like they they didn't even do the easy thing, which is just to put Ferrigno on a horse. Yeah, that wouldn't be that hard at all. Just no. throw him up there. Yeah, and it wouldn't even be like a complicated stunt necessarily. No, and also just put a fucking stunt guy on then too. If, yeah. Even if it's him green, couplet. yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, that's basically the approach they've been taking. Um, <laughs> now he just, it's so weird to see the Hulk do anything gingerly. Like to just like calmly lead this horse out. The Hulk maybe has some animal husbandry powers. Because the horse is pretty calm. The horse is immediately calmed. Yeah. Once the Hulk shows up. Once the Hulk. Oh, big green guy. All right. We're all right. <laughs> the Hulk grabs him by the reins, mm-hmm. walks him over to a wall, knocks out the wall, yeah. walks the horse out. Yeah. 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 Just real calm. Yeah. And then, but keeps walking the horse away from the barn down like a path. And then he gets sleepy. Yeah. Then yeah, then he sits down and uh oh, you know what that means. Banner's on his way back. <laughs> Hulk, you can't sit down. You yeah. gotta stop that. Yeah. <laughs> it is. We talked about uh, uh caressing a beautiful woman's face mm-hmm. or sitting down. He pets Rainbow's end right as he hulks out, and yeah. I was real worried we were gonna immediately go back to Banner because we don't know the gender of that horse. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a beautiful horse. Yeah. Just regardless. A fe- <laughs> just a female anything will a female mammal. That's yeah, all I know. That's that's that that's what we. But he does he does sit down, mm-hmm. gets real sleepy, and then Logan witnesses him turn back into Banner. This whole time he's turning back into Banner, he is still holding the horse. Yes, he is. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, once again, so many questions always about the Hulk's motivation in these things. I just don't. I don't get it. Yeah, and there's a what fun. Is there, the Hulk doing? There's a couple of fun takes in this sequence in which we see. Uh, just long lingering shots on people with hoses, yeah, um, and ho- transforming oh, yeah. hoses. Yes. They go from garden hoses when to they, when they plug into the wall. It's a garden hose, and then when they're actually spraying the fire, they're good fire hoses. Yeah, hundred percent solid. Yeah, <laughs> they're gonna put that fire out. Yeah, uh, I'm not worried about it. <laughs> not sitting here worried that they get that fire out. They seem to get the fire out. Right, um, but the horses were already saved. Thankfully, yeah, yeah. Uh, no one, no one wants a burnt horse. No, no, no. Certainly not. <laughs> I like my horses unburnt. It's true. Um. Yeah, so, uh, like I said, Logan sees this, and then we cut to the next day, and Banner's arm has been injured? Was that we, from the beam? No, no idea. There was no injury on him. We never... We was, if it, if it, that was the case, yeah. which it wasn't, yeah. we didn't get a shot of that happening. Right. We never showed any kind of blood or injury on the Hulk or yeah. Banner. Yeah. So we just cut to him getting his arm bandaged up for no good reason. Right, and and then we get a comment from Kim that says, "Oh boy, you sure do heal fast." Yeah, Banner's doing the smooth move too when he's getting his <laughs> forearm, he's getting his bicep bandaged. Yeah, up. so he's got his arm straight out, and his hand is hooked around her waist. Right, yeah. he's like resting right above the butt meat. Yeah, yeah, and. Like he's getting bandaged by Kim, and she's like, "Oh, Banner, almost copping a feel. Yeah. Stop it, you!" But he's still a gentleman, so he's not fully on the mm-hmm. butt. Yeah, you know, it's, it's just, just a, above it. It's on the hip. Yeah, but still, yeah, smooth. Yeah. Well, she knows. Yeah. She's, oh, she's, she's into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, every, she invited him to the yeah, party. She yeah, wanted to dance. Yeah, this is a consensual almost butt grab. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. In uh, fact, we, she might have suggested this alignment so that she could better you wrap know what? his that injuries. Would, that would fit, actually, in yeah. the character we've seen, because she is all about Banner. Uh, kind of, because then she really disappears from a lot of this episode, actually. Um, yeah. Because <laughs> this net has nothing to do with anything, essentially. And then Logan... No, the romantic subplot here has no bearing on the entire episode. Almost to the point where you're like, why are these scenes even here? Yeah. <laughs> It's a lot of that in this episode uh-huh. because Logan agrees now. Okay, I'll 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 help you because yeah, he has seen the Hulk transformation. Yeah, and he turns to Banner. It's just like what you have here is a gift in Banner in classic Banner form, no yes. matter the genre yeah. or medium. Uh, Banner says, "No, it's a curse." Yeah, which is yeah, I, I like that. That's true because he's like maybe through time and 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 training you could hone this and control this. And he's like, "I don't want to. I want to get rid of it. It's mm. a curse." The nightmare man. Yeah. You want to turn into a green monster? It ain't fun. <laughs> I wish he had said that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah. Logan agrees to try to make a concoction that won't kill him and will hopefully de-hulk him. Yes. Uh, and uh, <laughs> uh, he does tell uh, Kim, hey, I, I saw your dad running away from that. No, 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 no. Is that not here? He is telling Logan that he saw... Kelly running away from that's the, it, and then the Kim, is, Kim is there. Yeah, I and saw. Hears it. Yeah, and then she rushes off to uh, confront uh, her father. Yeah, Kelly's trailer, 
and in one of the weirdest scenes I've seen, just in terms of like <sighs> staging. So we cut to the inside of his trailer, and this Kelly's is some just, Shakespearean soliloquy we get here. Kelly's just sitting there, angrily staring out the window, and then Kim runs in and is like, "Dad, I heard you burned down the barn." I know life has been trouble. I know mom left because she hated horses. <laughs> did she leave or did she die? I, I, I don't know. Well, she hated horses and then maybe she also died. <laughs> because it's just like, she wasn't a horse person like us. We're horse people. Yeah. And she did her best to believe in us. But no, she never liked horses. Mm-hmm. Uh, and blah, blah, blah. And I know it's tough. And you basically like, you shouldn't have burned the barn. Oh, and there's also, we forgot to mention this other subplot, because um, there's so many of them in this damn episode. Yeah, the, but yet, and yet nothing happens at the same time. Uh, it's amazing. Kim wants to be a, a jockey. Yes. But her dad's like, no, you can never do that, because right. you're a girl. Right. And so blah, 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 she's just like crying to him. And this man is stone-faced, almost dead for a lot of it. You actually, I was under the assumption that he had died due to a massive heart attack and had rictus into this grumpy, yeah. leaned-over position. And then he just, moves halfway through this speech. He's all squinty-eyed and just staring. And, and, and the whole time she's saying this, he's not looking at her. He's staring out the window, and she's to the side of him. It's such a weird choice. Because this probably goes on for a solid two minutes. Oh, yeah. Like, a, yeah. her giving out all of the relevant backstory yeah. for the audience. Yeah. And, again, Kelly is not saying a damn thing. No. Nope. And then she leaves, and he just keeps staring out that window. And then we cut to... <laughs> cut to something else. Uh, what do we cut to? We cut to Logan preparing the... Oh, boy. The potion or herbal remedy or whatever it is. Yeah, for a good, you know, 20 minutes. Yeah, so we get a uh, shot of this cauldron. He's pouring all of his ingredients into. He's got some secret recipe he got yeah. from his uh, Sioux tribe grandfather. That's and right. This recipe was used to uh, calm yeah. wolves that were yeah. hunting their. We packs. get we get another little monologue from him. That's some backstory on that. Yeah, we don't care. Like, do you really care where this came from? I mean, I want what I wanted was Banner to care. Yeah. About what is going into this thing that could maybe like help him. If Banner's whole mission here had been to figure out the formula for this thing and then leave, mm-hmm. that would have been compelling to me. Yeah. Because that would imply Banner knows at this point to get in, get out, get what he needs, and then not put anyone else in danger. Right. Not stick around because I need a horse job for three days. <laughs> yeah. He's going to make some of that sweet, sweet horse money. Especially after he's already hulked out once. Yeah. It's true. But nobody saw him except for Logan. Did he though? Because we get this is where we get the call from McGee. Yeah, which is a weird. I don't understand this call from McGee. So McGee calls him, and he's like, "We don't hear what McGee says, but Logan's talking to him on the phone, and he's like, yes, yes, I saw the picture.' Is what he said. Mm-hmm. And does he mean the picture in the paper, or does he mean a picture of the Hulk? I took it as the picture of Logan in the paper, yes. and he found he was resentful of just like you picked a very stereotypical photo and painted me in a very stereotypical light. And yeah. McGee, you're a jackass. Yeah, and he's that's like, what I took it and as. He's like, I refused to talk to you last time. I'm not going to change my mind on that. Right. Goodbye, sir. Click. Yeah. And I thought, oh, is that just our only McGee? Mention? I no, no. really hope. Oh no! Well, he'll 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 show up in the flesh later. Yeah. Um, because that that led me to believe like, okay, cool. This episode's taking a stance of just like. And journalists of the day were saying some very just like base and stereotypical things. Mm-hmm. Maybe like this well, is particularly the, a Jack McGee, uh, particularly a Jack McGee type. Yeah. So this is the show saying, yeah, we're not just like the stereotypical pictures you're painting here. Okay. And maybe. I enjoy, I appreciated that. Yeah, you're maybe giving the show a little bit too much I'm credit. I'm giving the but... show way too much credit. <laughs> I think they just want somebody else to not like Jack McGee. But, My uh, question is. Yeah. Why was McGee reporting on this horse stuff to begin with? Well, that's a very good question. He's on the monster beat. Yeah. We know this. The paper's <laughs> offering, what, a big reward for anyone who... It's like $10,000. ...who can capture or who can lead to the capture of the Hulk. Uh-huh. And then he'll be in the possession of the National Register. McGee went out to a town in the middle of bumfuck nowhere, Utah, mm-hmm. based on the like very s- smallest reports of a monster. I just I can't imagine his editor being like, "All right, we know you're after that monster, McGee, but uh, you got to handle this horse thing <laughs> this week. Take the horse thing." Yeah. Because uh, he's also clearly working on a follow up piece because he'll show up later at the horse track. Yeah. 
And again, we sort of assumed after the fact that like maybe that's only because there was the Hulk reports, but Logan was the only one who saw the Hulk. Yeah, exactly. So it doesn't really work. No. Makes no sense. No. <laughs> like a lot of stuff here. So anyway, we get this incredibly long sequence of Logan making the concoction, Banner watching him do it, them staring at each other, him pouring it into, uh, uh, it's like a stein. It's a mug. Yeah, it's, it's like a metal. It's it, it's a, it's a it's an interesting choice yeah. for for a prop. Um, and, uh, and looks it, like something a king would drink from yeah. an old King Arthur movie. Yeah, exactly. That, that's that's a good yeah, image for people. Uh, and and so he pours it in, and he pours a little more in, and then Banner stares at it. Or no, sorry, Logan sniffs it, makes sure it's yes, it's pure. Uh, Hands it over to Banner. Banner, Banner takes it. He sniffs it. He yeah. looks at it. He looks back Banner. up at Logan. Is this what they want to do? I don't know. It's this. <laughs> this could be dangerous. I got second thoughts. Now I'm going to do it. Meanwhile, like, <laughs> the music is swelling to an insane crescendo. Yeah. Like I said, I, I, when I said when we were watching this, it's like the build-up to a gunfight in a Leone movie, except it's a guy who's going to drink something. I was... there. I needed there to be something dramatic that happened when Banner started swilling this. Yeah. I wanted him to immediately feel the effects. I wanted him to double over for in pain. I wanted the tension of a possible Hulk transformation to occur. Have him get to that weird halfway makeup and then come back down. Yeah. Like, that's what I wanted. That's uh, what the buildup felt like it was getting to. And nope, we just cut to Banner going to bed. Yeah. Uh... uh. <laughs> I know. Yeah, he he drinks it. I I really thought it was going to be something, um, but uh, no. He just he just goes to bed. Yeah, kicks his boots off, gets yeah. in bed. Yeah. And what does he dream about? Well, no. Now we get a flashback that is the entire first episode of the season. <laughs> yeah, it's basically just retread of that. Um, retread is putting it mildly, John. A recap. Ah, highlight reel. It's a highlight, highlight reel. Yeah, highlight reel. Uh, we get a best of. Yeah, we do. Of uh, Banner's second dead wife. Second dead wife? Yeah. Dead uh, wife number two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, any, no, any, we, we spend a solid five, six minutes. Um, I mean, I just, if you want to know what was in it, just refer back to the episode we did about that one, because <laughs> that's what we see, basically. Yeah. Including the insanely stupid ending of that episode. Yeah, where she literally, in fact, we get the shot where she just leaps out of the car in the middle of that hurricane, and Banner has to go chase after her. What mm-hmm. we actually don't get, and I was surprised they didn't give this to us, was the actual shot of her dying. Yeah. Though I guess Banner wouldn't have remembered that. Because he was the Hulk when that happened. But he was Hulk. He eventually de-Hulked and was holding her. That's true. Body. That's true. So when the she fact just, that we didn't get that, she just died. Yeah, she just died. Just died. Yeah, like it wasn't nothing killed her per se. But no, the yeah. illness, the, it was too late. The she died, died of Padme Amidala disease. Pretty much. <laughs> she lost the will to live. You know, it's a bigger problem than you might think. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, God. Uh, yeah, we get that. He wakes up, does not Hulk out. Right, because the whole buildup in this like five-minute sequence is the idea that, like, oh, he's, he's reliving one of the... episode, yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> but he's reliving yes. some horrific moment. Yeah. Oh, God, we're going to Hulk we, out. Oh, you know what, though? We did give them credit briefly for acknowledging that this had happened. But then it kept going. Yeah, then... I okay. gave them credit for the first, like, 30 they seconds. They do this all the time. They do something we think is right, and then they go too far, or yeah. they steer away from something. It's always like, oh, you guys, it was close to being good TV. Here's my question to you, or at John. Least decent TV. Because I don't have a good answer for this. All Maybe right. you do. All right. Why is it his second wife and not the not the first sh- one? Not the shots of like him needlessly struggling against the car, even and he can't save his wife. Fresher wound. I don't know. Is the only really thing I can think of. But it does seem like both of those would make indelible impressions on you. Right. I actually expected to see the first wife in here as well. Mm. I think that would not have been, just recut shots of one episode. I, I think a couple of clips, like a couple of short clips of the second wife, a couple of short clips of the first wife, maybe interspersed between the two, and uh, maybe a clip of what's her name from the first episode, the other scientist that was working with him. Yep, like all that would that would be good. All the people he's lost, yeah, all the people he's failed to save, right? That that would have been good. Yeah, no, <laughs> nope, and 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 really wouldn't have been that hard or that different. Nope. Whatever, man. These people are—they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> they're just—they—they they got a show to put out this week, and next week they got to put out another uh, one. I guess, yeah. Like we are in—we are in machine 
factory uh, television here. That's true. So anyway. So yeah, he comes out of the dream, yeah. doesn't hulk out, yeah. and so Banner's like, oh, did it work? Huh? So we cut to him the next morning, and he's got a pep in his step, but it's the morning <laughs> of the big race. Despite the fact he remembered the trauma of losing that wife. Yeah. Uh, well, look. The second wife. We can't linger on that because there's a romantic subplot in this episode, John. Yeah, kind <laughs> of. Um, yeah, because uh, we yeah Banner immediately forgets that. Yeah, and like we see Kim again at the beginning of this day. Yeah, and they're flirting again because it's the day of the race. Yeah. So yeah. The, by the way, there was a big race coming up. Yeah. I don't know if we mentioned that. <laughs> I don't know. So of we, course, there was a big race we coming get the, up. We get the guy out there with a the horn. Yeah. Now we get the whole lots of stock footage of the beginning of a race. Yeah. Yeah. Big crowd. There's. I would I would be so curious to track exactly how much time in this episode is new material versus oh, yeah. stock footage yeah. and flashback oh, stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, a lot. I would say at least half. Uh, Easy. I don't know, but uh, but quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, between all the stock footage, yeah, there's a lot of it. There is, there is. Yeah, it's a lot. Like every time we're on the racetrack, we get stock footage pullbacks of the whole racetrack. Yeah, sure, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. A half would be insane amount. It's probably not a half, but it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, there's a there's there's a, there's probably the most we've seen in an episode for sure. And also, if we lose the first two scenes, which were clearly added in later, <laughs> yeah, I guess if you take those out, uh, yeah, maybe because they don't add anything to the episode. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> but to be fair, does anything in this episode add anything to this? Episode? There is technically a plot here. Yeah, yeah, because we're at the race. Oh, the thing we the thing. The thing that also happened while Banner was having his trauma is uh, we see Kelly uh, in his trailer watching a horse race with a half-built rifle. Oh, yeah. Like any good Hulk villain, we have the sudden and abrupt turn to murder yeah. as the only solution to their problems. Like, we were like, whoa, suddenly he's got a gun, and he's, he's, he looks down the scope of it at his TV, and it's right on the jockey on the horse. So his plan now is to kill... And he can taste the blood, baby. He is going to kill the jockey on Rainbow's End yeah. because his attempts at horse murder have failed. Horse murder. Time to step this up to full-blown man murder. Yeah. <laughs> and he says, it's man murder time. <laughs> I got a taste for man. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> yeah, because it's just like the 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 arson got, it, got his juices flowing and now he's escalating, yeah, man. Yeah, no, 100%. So, again... To recap, yes. he is making the logical leap to murder based on what acquisition of funds or loss of livelihood? None. Zero. Yeah. Absolutely 100% none. Good luck figuring out the motive on this guy. No, he just wants to kill. <laughs> yeah. That's the motive. Yeah. Well, He's like, Dr. Fiendy. Yeah, like a lot of villains on this show. He just loves to kill. Like... Murder was going to happen regardless of circumstance. I could murder somebody, <laughs> probably. It's like when he figured out that he could pull the trigger on a horse, he figures, well, I like horses way more than people. Yeah. So if anything, killing a person's a step backwards. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got no problem with this. <laughs> right. So it's the day of the race. And yeah. also, what does this, What w- say he gets away with it. Yeah. Say he kills the jockey. Yeah. What does that accomplish? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, say other, he, than, other than everybody's like, oh my God. Say he had killed the horses. What would that have accomplished? Well, that would have been that those are Carol's horses. Doesn't matter. That has nothing to do with the horse clock. <laughs> no, it doesn't, but it would have cost Carol more money, I guess. I guess. But it has I, no bearing on I thought he was going to shoot the horse clock. <laughs> uh, he could have just taken the horse clock away. To show its ineffectiveness by destroying it. A simple theft really could have been uh, accomplished <laughs> a lot more here than some arson and murder. <laughs> or aciding a horse. Let's yeah. not forget that yeah. he did oh, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, it's the day of the race. And, oh, there's trouble because Andy's real messed up now. Yeah, Andy, we now found out, like, Banner's just like, hey, I think that kid has a concussion <laughs> when he starts stumbling onto the racetrack. And, and then we like, resolve I'm, that dangling I'm, plot I'm line. I'm fine. I'm fine. And... Carol turns to Kim and says, Welcome to the big leagues, kid. You're the jockey now. Suit up. Yeah. (laughs) And by God, she does. And she does. And meanwhile, 
who else shows up at the racetrack? But our old We don't reporter. have to mention this. Why do we have to? He doesn't do anything. I know. I have to mention it because he doesn't do anything. It's so weird that one of our supposedly main characters shows up in this episode and maybe says one word of dialogue. He, like, gruffly says press to the security guard yeah. as he's barging his way in. Because I want to talk about the security. I love the, the security guard. Uh, he has a couple of fun takes. Uh, Warren W. Smith plays the security guard, mm. who's just like, oh, hiya. <laughs> <laughs> well, hi there, Mr. McGee. Yeah. And so McGee goes and sits down, and then also, here comes Kelly. And <laughs> Kelly is going into the racetrack. He's got the VIP, like he can walk through all the security gates, because yeah. they know him. Yeah. He is but the... he also has a duffel bag with a rifle in it. Yeah. <laughs> and the barrel of said rifle is just, just poking out. out of there. So none of the security guards notice that. No one notices that. No, they're just like, hi, Mr. Kelly. As we follow... Kelly excruciatingly yeah. up seven flights yeah. of stairs yeah. to the roof of this yeah. <laughs> horse track like mm-hmm. enclosure. And at this point, you and I are still going like, what is he going to do? <laughs> I don't know. Again, we don't know if his plan is to kill the jockey, to kill the horse, to kill Carol, to yeah. kill his daughter, to kill Banner. I have no idea what's happening. <laughs> because he hasn't said shit for no. like 25 minutes. <laughs> He's just staring with with murderous intent. I bet they thought this was a cool creative choice, just make him like a steely killer. But he's a steely killer who looks like a bumbling sheriff that the Dukes of Hazard have to overcome. It's a Wilford Brimley like <laughs> fellow. I mean, let's if you want an image of it, I feel yeah. like uh, uh, he, his, diabetes. He's so, that guy. What I call his like type is. I refer to it as a hate walrus. Mm, okay, it's sure. someone who is whose anger in their life has proceeded to droop their face in such a way <laughs> that exactly, yeah. and the any facial hair they have is only serving to amplify the walrusosity of their yeah, look. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, yeah, he's he's he's. I would say spends quite a while luxuriously putting this rifle together. No, 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 no. Because we have to go through the laborious process of seeing the race start before we can get to him hurriedly putting... It looks like he's fumbling to get the gun together. Yeah. Because the race starts, and he's like, "Uh uh-oh, the race has started. I need to put this gun together. Yeah. So the the race begins. Meanwhile, Banner's down at the side of the track. This episode doesn't give a shit what's happening in the race. Oh, no, because that's all stock footage, (laughs) and we can't focus on anything. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Kim will win the race, but it really doesn't matter. No, absolutely not, because we only see before and after. Yeah. We don't see her trials and tribulations during no, the race. No, because uh, Banner's got his uh, binoculars out. Right, and he's down at the ra- side of the racetrack with the horse clock. Yes. Uh, calibrating it or something? I don't know. <laughs> well, they never go into really how it works. But they it, keep cutting back to it is yeah, the problem. Like it's apparently important. We continuously cut back to the horse clock. We're told it's important, is what I would say about that. Yeah, I guess. Um, so he... God, and so based on the plot, it is. Yeah. But no one's interacting with it to imply that it's, it's a important. It's a motive for murder, the horse clock. <laughs> and so, so Banner's scoping out things with his binoculars and then eventually kind of moves them up and he sees Kelly with the rifle. Why does no, he look No, not up? with the rifle. He just sees the scope. Why does he... I don't know. Because Banner has to literally turn around and look up with the binoculars to see Kelly with not even the rifle, just the scope of the rifle eyeballing the track. Yeah, I know. It makes no... Yeah, it's completely behind him and way up. Yeah, it makes no sense. But he does. He does. And so then he panics and and starts charging through the crowd. Because no one's seen Kelly since he tried to burn the barn down. Right. So everyone's like, "Uh uh-oh, what is he going to do next? (laughs) So Banner panics, and he tries to flee through the crowd yeah. to get up there to stop him, I guess. Presumably. And then the funniest bit of physical comedy that's not meant to be a funny bit of physical comedy happens. <laughs> Somebody, uh, Banner trips. Somebody spills hot coffee on him. And then somebody else steps on his fingers in like quick. And mad- somebody else kicks him in the ribs. Yeah, in like all of this happens in, in the way it's cut is in quick madcap succession. Yeah, it's very Stooge esque. Yeah, oh, very much so. Yeah, exactly. Like it's a uh oh, and then he hulks out. Yeah, because guess what? Guess that herbal remedy uh, didn't do jack. And, and nobody seems to really be that phased by the Hulk. Like people step out of his way, but nobody's screaming. The only person who reacts in the way you'd expect anyone to react when the Hulk shows up, 
is Jack, Jack McGee. Who but that's only leaps to out of his seat. leaps up with a wide eye expression, rushes away, and then is never seen again. <laughs> never mentioned again. Never. We, no, no, no. We mention him one more time at the end of the episode. That's right. But not having, not, he still hasn't done anything, even in the mention. Nope. He's just that he was there is mentioned. Yep. Um, oh my god! Did Banner even see him at the racetrack? I don't think so. No, no. <laughs> like we didn't even have one of those fun takes where, uh oh, Banner has to duck around a corner yeah, when they McGee love shows those up. on this show I know. too. I know. I didn't say we love those. I said <laughs> no, they no, love no, those. No. Um, but uh, yeah, there's nothing here. The Hulk doesn't even seem to see him. I wanted something where like a horse is walking by and Banner has to be behind the horse to oh, avoid that'd McGee. Good. That'd be a good bit of business. Um, but uh, yeah, so Banner. So now the Hulk charges we, we talked about is the hulk gonna jump up there no hulk's gonna take the stairs but he books it up those stairs hulk rushes through the crowd yeah and the ha- crowd is like slowly parting going my yeah. my word a green fellow yeah it's that they're not that phase they're more no. just like oh better get out of his way what i really love is they cut to uh wide shots that are just stock footage yeah. of of crowds yeah. but those the crowds in the stock footage aren't reacting no because it's a hulkless <laughs> crowd right <laughs> No Hulk here. So, so like, if this was a uh, a better show and we cut to the wide shot, we'd see the crowd parting around the Hulk. Yes. From above. Yes. But no, that's not what we get. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So the Hulk rushes inside the building. He ba- cra- oh, and he, uh, we see the security guard go like, what? He gives a good reaction. He does. He gets a good double take yeah. there. And the, the Hulk crashes through the security gate, makes it to the stairwell, and then... Keep in mind, this whole time we've been having these like cuts mm-hmm. to Banner and to McGee and to uh, Logan, who's also at the track. He's timing it with his stopwatch, so we yeah. don't need the horse clock. Right. We're also cutting to the horse clock. Yeah. <laughs> which is and counting horse clock. <laughs> which is counting how long it's taking yeah. Rainbow's End to do this race. Yeah. So I. I guess that counts as the race scene. <sighs> I guess. Um, it is an we impl- a clock. We, we, the clock is timing the race, so the race is clearly happening. You can't deny that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, he's uh, uh, now Banner's or no, Hulk is is he gets up there real fast. In fact, the, the timer you timed it based on I what timed the timer it says. Based on what the horse clock is saying, yeah. and the most uh, accurate clock in the world, as apparently. established yeah, in this episode, yeah, they make a big deal. About it, it takes the Hulk exactly twenty one seconds to get up seven flights of stairs. He's moving fast. Uh, why didn't he just jump up to the roof? I don't know. They, they've done <laughs> stuff like that. They yeah. usually could have had him. Yeah, easy. It's two cuts. Right. You know, it's 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 a quick thing. Anyway, he gets up there and dispatches the bad guy in kind of a cool way, though. Yeah. So the uh, Kelly is leaned up on this railing on the roof. Yeah. With his rifle, he's getting ready to shoot. Um, the the jockey that he doesn't know is his daughter. Yeah. Uh oh, dramatic tension. And by the way, never, as far as we know, discovers that he almost killed his daughter. Nah. You know that might have been dramatically interesting, nope. but no, 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 it's gone, it's gone. Nope. Um, but Hulk gets up there, and rather than rushing over to Kelly, he just on the Hulk's end of the roof, he grabs the railing that like about eh, fifty feet down yeah. Kelly is leaning on, and rips it out of the yeah. it's like socketing, and just whips it down so. Kelly is thrown backwards. Yeah. That was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. But then he does something not that cool. He runs over, grabs the rifle, and just chucks it. We don't even see where the gun goes. No, he doesn't seem like he threw it that far. He didn't like. I thought it like based on the trajectory in which he threw it, he threw it into the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> Free gun. That's a loaded <laughs> rifle that just fell. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how rifles work. Maybe it could have gone off. Maybe it wouldn't have. Yeah, I think it depends on the, the yeah. model there. I mean, it looked like a bolt action something yeah. or other. Yeah, so. it's it's it's. it's it is the most generic rifle that you can see I mean, in something. Yeah, they ha- they got some extra. They got a bunch of these in a prop. Right, when Bonanza closed down, they just had a <laughs> room full of rifles somewhere. There you go, yeah, oh, this one looks good. Um, <laughs> they didn't put any thought to that. They didn't put any thought to anything. No, uh, because uh, he does this. That thing is kind of cool, but the ending here is pretty anticlimactic because. Then the Hulk just leaps off the roof and runs away. Because the single security guard is chasing him, John. Yeah. And the Hulk can't stand up against one guy with a badge. I just love the scene of we see Kim win the race and everybody's like, yeah, you won the race. And then they just cut to Hulk running out of the parking lot. <laughs> and he like takes a left turn and it cuts away. I, I 100% <laughs> thought that was the end of the episode. Yeah. And it would have been just as good had it because the coda we get here is nonsense. 
Yeah, uh, it, it, it is it is nonsense. We get Banner walking along with Logan saying, well, I just had to get one last look at the horse stables. Yeah. Why? Why, Banner? Do you need one last look at the horse and Logan stables? Logan says that. He's like, well, we could, uh, we could uh, you know, mess with the dosage of that. He's like, no, that McGee fellow was here. I need to leave. Because <laughs> why? Yeah. What are the stakes? We still don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so Banner's on his way, and I think he sees... Does he see Kim? Yeah, yeah he does see Kim, Kim. definitely. They have one last moment where she's like, well, you're going? But we had a... There and was a like, thing I here. Know, I know, but I must be moving on. Mm-hmm. And he's in his traveling bell bottoms. Yep. And off he goes. And off he goes. He gives a last look to the horse. Not even Rainbow's Head, just a horse. Yeah. <laughs> it's a different horse <laughs> that he looks wistfully at. Well, you can represent all horses. <laughs> Goodbye. And Banner's out. And Banner's out, and that's the end of the episode. There you go. That's an episode, folks. It is certainly that, an episode. It's what they called an episode. Ugh, it's so bad. Anyway, so so like, we've seen up. some bad episodes, but like this one's just a non-episode. It's not. Yeah. Even, it's, I mean, it's bad, yes, but it's not even bad in the way a lot of these are bad. It's more just like that wasn't anything, right? Like they they clearly didn't have a full fleshed out story here. They really leaned heavily on cuts back to a, a ticking clock or wide shots of stock footage. Yeah. And long sequences of flashbacks to previous episodes. Right. So uh there you go. Yeah. Uh let's 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 run through some business here. Ah uh, yes. Uh, our Hulk feet of strength. What do we think? Is it the railing? It's gotta be the railing, right? Mm, I mean, bursting out of a burning barn's not bad. Because again, the Hulk grabs the reins of this horse. Yeah, and when Banner had the reins of that horse in the burning barn, yeah. horse was bucking around. It was kicking Banner around like nobody's business. Yeah, when Hulk has those reins, horse is not going anywhere. Right. I'm working under the assumption that the horse wants to go somewhere and buck and keep like doing its wild thing. Hulk is so strong, he's holding that horse down. Yeah. So I'm gonna give it to a horse holding. Okay. All right. Because like, not- yeah, ripping the railing off. I yeah. mean. A stiff breeze could have knocked Kelly over. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's not much. He's not much of a threat. No. Um, all right. Yeah. Fair enough. I feel like Hulk could have shouted real loud, and he would have like gone and dropped yeah. the gun. Let's talk about our favorite uh, guest star this week. <sighs> That's a toughie. I don't like any of them. I, I, I'm tempted to say uh, Warren W. Smith is the security guard. He has zero lines and a couple of double takes, and that's it. Um, it's either him or racist man on bus. No, I'm not giving it to racist man on the bus. That guy sucks. Um, I, I mean, don't know. I want to give it to uh, Logan for Ned Romero is Thomas Logan. Yeah, yeah. He does. He does as well as you can do with what little he's given. Right. Like, there's not much character there, but he does play it just fine. Yeah. And he looks like Pierce Brosnan. He does look like a Native American Pierce Brosnan. He really does. That's you what said I that, and yeah. I was like, whoa, he does. That's what I kept thinking. Even the hair is very much the same. And stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Like very Remington Steele era oh, yeah. Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, we got to check in, because this is an alternate reality to the one we know of the Hulk. It's so true. This is one where one General Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross lives blissfully unaware of the existence of the Hulk. So, Gregoni, what is he doing this week? What is he doing this week? Well, John, if you know anything about Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross, you know he is a man who strives, who lives for competition. Mm. It's in his blood. It's in his bones. Of course. It's in to all To be the best. To be the best that he can possibly be. Yes. And no competition is too small for General Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross. Uh, he's a fan of... The gridiron. He's a fan of the uh, baseball, basketball, name a sport. He is a fan of those sports. What he is not a fan of, though, horse racing. So Kentucky Derby is approaching. Thaddeus Thunderbolts Ross, he doesn't want any part of it. Because you want to know why? Why? He's not a supporter of animal cruelty. Oh. And those horses can be very wildly mistreated at times. Absolutely. He's and got a heart. He's got a heart. And honestly, his pretty much his opinion on the fact is, is like, I, he thinks those jockeys should be running. Yeah. Like, get into some track and field. He can appreciate that. He can sure. appreciate that 100%. Yeah. But it's just like, you're r- ruining the majestic nature of these horses by even riding them. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. So if anything, while he is, like, low-key supporting a protest of horse racing and the Kentucky Derby specifically, mm-hmm. like, he, you'll you'll never catch him dead, like, outright supporting PETA or right. any of those well, animal of rights not. activists. Of course not, yeah. But... 
him in a trench coat, sunglasses, and a, a fake mustache over his real mustache mm-hmm. is just like Loki in the crowd holding a sign saying, let those horses go. There you go. I think that's what All right. Thaddeus that's... Thunderbolt Ross is up to. There you go. All right, let's talk about what we're going to look at next week. Woo. We have an episode called A Child in Need. Working as a groundskeeper at an elementary school, oh, God. David Baxter suspects one schoolboy of being a victim of child abuse. Oh, boy. Yeah. Is this going to be the child abuse episode? I think this is a very special episode oh, of no. The Incredible Hulk. <laughs> Never put it like that. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll be tackling some issues <sighs> next week oh, on boy. the Green Mile. Uh, but until then, you can enjoy the continuing adventures of... David... Uh, Doctor David Benton Benchley Benson Bradburn Blaine Blake Brown Blank Bradford Bernard Barton Benton Barton Beckman Bishop Banner. Indeed. Uh, here on the Green Mile, I've been John Campbell. I am currently Mike Gargoni. Remember, don't make us angry because you wouldn't like us when we're angry. <laughs>